Welcome to the Pirate's Eye Podcast, produced by the Seton Hall Alumni Engagement and Philanthropy Department. I'm your host, Bianca Velez, Class of 2010 alumna and Director of Alumni Communication and Digital Engagement here at Seton Hall. Each month, I'll be sitting down with an alumnus to talk about their career, their life journey, and the role that Seton Hall has played in getting them where they are today, or continues to play. From representative in the University Senate as a student to current president of the Alumni Board of Directors, Jerry Hansen has truly made the most of his relationship with Seton Hall. He is a dual degree alumnus, having gained his bachelor's in 1975 and his law degree in 1978. He credits his time at the university with giving him some of his closest friends and greatest life experiences. His goal now is to help the advancement of the university and encourage other alumni to remain involved and give back to alma mater. Take a listen to my chat with Jerry Hansen. Jerry, thank you so much for joining us today. And I want to first, before we kick off our conversation, congratulate you. You were recently appointed president of the Seton Hall Alumni Board of Directors. And when we talk about volunteer engagement, that position is really among some of our highest levels of commitment to the university. And it doesn't really come as much as a surprise because Seton Hall has played a role in your life for a long period of time. So why don't you bring me to the beginning? How did Seton Hall first come into your life? How did you first come to the decision of attending college and of attending Seton Hall as that college? Well, first of all, thank you so very much for having me uh, participate uh, during this podcast. Uh, I'm flattered. Uh, I say again, there are so many more qualified people to be chatting with you, and uh, uh, but I thank you uh, as I am flattered to be asked to serve as president and give back to the uh, university uh, by the uh, alumni board. So to your question, uh, why Seton Hall? Uh, it goes back to uh, my attending. 12, 13 years of Catholic education growing up in Flatbush in Brooklyn back in the uh, late 60s, early 70s. Uh, it was customary for students, high school students, to uh, decide where they wanted to go to college uh, via college fairs. Uh, since I was attending an all-boy uh, high school, um, was mostly Catholic colleges that were being presented at the college fairs other than uh, the New York State schools. And uh, I was influenced very much by my parents and by the faculty and guidance counselors uh, at my high school, which is Nazareth High School uh, in Brooklyn. And uh, I applied to, to the typical schools, Notre Dame, Villanova, uh, St. John's in Brooklyn, Fordham, uh, Seton Hall, and ultimately was accepted at a number of the schools, and I came down to Notre Dame and Seton Hall. So my mom wanted very much for me to go to Notre Dame, um, but I was again influenced 
by my guidance counselor who happened to have attended both Seton Hall and Notre Dame. Uh, I was also influenced uh, by a friend older than me, but someone I played a lot of basketball with that attended uh, Seton Hall and strongly recommended that I go to South Orange. Well, sure enough, that was my decision. Uh, and here we are many, many years uh, later as I've been approaching uh, um, my 50th uh, anniversary from uh, graduating at Seton Hall. So um, it, it's been a wonderful time, a wonderful experience. So now, forgive we, me, that's a long-winded answer to a very yeah. simple question. <laughs> no, and we're going we're gonna to continue to dive in. So when you got to campus, from the conversation that we had previous to this recording, you shared with me how involved you were on campus. Walk us through some of those activities and really the why behind it. Why did you jump right in and how did you make sure you got the most out of your experience at Seton Hall? First and foremost, I never visited Seton Hall until I arrived at orientation. And I remember the day, it was August 25th, uh, because it was my birthday. And uh, there I was, dropped off by my parents, didn't know a soul, moving into a dormitory with a roommate for the first time. It was a very intimidating experience not knowing anyone, not having any friends. I did what I usually did, started playing basketball immediately and uh, started developing friends. And uh, at least in my own mind, I considered myself an athlete, having played four years of both basketball and baseball at Nazareth, uh, but unfortunately not a good enough athlete to, to play either basketball or uh, baseball, uh, particularly uh, at Seton Hall. So uh, I looked for uh, activities that I could get involved with to do what I enjoyed doing, and that is playing uh, sports. It was right around that time uh, that Seton Hall was starting up a rugby club. I never played football in high school because my high school didn't have a football team, but uh, friends of mine that went to other high schools did play football, and I was introduced to rugby uh, from some of my other friends who played high school rugby as a spring sport to counter fall football. So it attracted me. Uh, again, not knowing a whole lot of people, I went out and uh, thus began a rugby career, not only through my four years at Seton Hall, but I wound up playing rugby. Uh, uh, with various clubs, uh, generally affiliated uh, uh, through Seton Hall colleagues uh, into my early 40s. Uh, to this day, some of my closest and best friends are former rugby players. In fact, uh, as I'm doing this podcast, uh, I know that uh, tonight I will be meeting uh, and getting together with a bunch of rugby players uh, that we haven't played, obviously, in decades, but still see each other socially. In any event, uh, I divert back to Seton Hall. Having been an athlete, uh, I also wanted to engage in more athletics, and a friend that I did meet through basketball uh, suggested uh, that we join the squash team. Uh, and we did. And again, I played squash for four years, and 
uh, it was a lot of fun. And again, uh, to this day, one of my uh, best friends was a uh, teammate that I uh, played squash with uh, for four, uh, 40 years. So it's all good, uh, all wonderful experiences. Um, I'm embarrassed to say I do not know the game of squash. What is that game like? <laughs> uh, NCAA sport. It is handball played what would appear to most people to be a handball court indoors with four walls akin to racquetball, except you play with a squash racket, which is akin to a small tennis racket. Oh, that sounds like um, fun. It, it really is. It's... Um, and I, I like to say a more athletic version of uh, racquetball. You can't play the game uh, without having uh, numerous welts all over your body from getting hit <laughs> with balls that uh, are traveling at uh, 90 miles an hour, uh, as well as uh, getting smacked often with uh, rackets. The first time I broke my nose was uh, playing uh, uh, squash. That's <laughs> that Add that to the memory list. <laughs> What other type of activities were you involved in at Seton Hall? I joined a fraternity as Sigma Tau Gamma. Again, uh, some of my uh, best friends to this day were fraternity brothers uh, that I graduated with or graduated before or uh, after me. Uh, I was fortunate to be able to get many benefits, social and otherwise, uh, from Sigma Tau and Eventually, uh, did a year as the president of the, uh, of the fraternity. Uh, lots of fun, lots of great memories. I don't consider myself to be political, but on a whim, uh, I ran as the student representative of the then brand new university senate and uh, was elected and had the opportunity to deal with administrators with respect to university governance and student activities in particular, which was really pretty cool for me uh, to get to walk in the President's Hall as a uh, 19, 20-year-old and uh, meet with Monsignor Fay, who was then the president, as well as the provost. Uh, again, uh, very solid memories that I will uh, continue to take with me. And then I also had the, the pleasure of working for three semesters as a RA. Back at that point in time, it was free room and board, and I got paid. So in addition to having the pleasure of that experience, uh, there was also a great financial give back uh, for me. Which hall were you in? Bowen Hall. My senior year, I was the RA uh, at the exact location uh, where the uh, infamous fire occurred. Oh, wow. Uh, I can't talk about Seton Hall without thinking of that uh, fire. Still sad. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember reading reading the article in the Star-Ledger and uh, my wife handing me a box of tissues as the tears uh, were welling up and then ultimately pouring uh, down my face. Still sad to uh, think and talk about it. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a sentiment that uh, most Seton Hall alumni would would agree with you on. 
Now, it's hard to switch gears to talk about your professional career in law without putting Seton Hall in the center of it. So talk to me a little bit about how you started to pursue that career and the role that Seton Hall played in getting you there. Well, I always wanted to be a lawyer. When asked the question, when and why did you want to be a lawyer? It begins with reading To Kill a Mockingbird. Atticus Finch remains a hero of mine to this day. Uh, But I also just was intrigued by movies, TV shows that involved lawyers, read many, many books about lawyers. I I knew that I wanted uh, to be a lawyer. Uh, My dad, uh, who was insisting that I go to college and be the first in my family to graduate with a four-year degree, uh, wanted me to get an MBA, and I applied to a bunch of MBA programs, but ultimately decided uh, to stay at Seton Hall. And why Seton Hall? My experience was so fond uh, over my four years. I I say the best four years of my life. Uh, I had so many friends. It would have been hard to leave, and I had the opportunity to stay three more years, albeit going to school in Newark as opposed to staying on the the South Orange campus. Uh, But I continued to live in the South Orange uh, community and, and as part of my law school routine, routine often went to uh, the old Walsh Library to uh, study just about uh, every evening. So undergraduate school, South Orange, Mother Seton, uh, stay close to me through my three years uh, attending the law school in Newark. When you graduated law school and started your career, how did you get that start? What was that start in Again, going back to uh, Kill a Mockingbird, Atticus Finch, and all of the books I read, I not only wanted to be a lawyer, but a trial lawyer. So when I graduated, uh, jobs were scarce. I was fortunate enough to be offered a job with a small law firm uh, in central New Jersey, East Windsor. I took the job. wasn't making uh, much money, but they offered me the opportunity to try cases. And indeed, say proudly that I tried a case the day after I was sworn in uh, as an attorney in New Jersey. It wasn't a jury case, but nevertheless, I got to a courtroom and uh, opened up to a judge, uh, presented witnesses. Uh, It was a very proud moment, notwithstanding I lost the case. As I lost many cases over the course of my career, particularly early on when I wasn't necessarily being handed the best cases to try, but it was all wonderful uh, experience uh, picking juries um, as a uh, very young lawyer, talking to the jury and the judge, uh, presenting evidence as I am very happy with my experience at Seton Hall. I can look back and say that I'm one of the lucky few people in the world to have a job, have a career that I very much enjoyed. That made it easy to get up in the morning and go to work. Uh, that didn't make me fret on Sunday evenings that I had to uh, start thinking about what I had to do on Monday because I enjoyed what I was going to do Absolutely. and still do. Yeah. And it's like a meshing of your two passions, right? So we talk about your professional career and the love that you have for it. 
And then we talk about Seton Hall and it is always so visible, the passion that you have for the university. And these days you find yourself giving back to the university, as I mentioned at the start of the call, as board president. Why is it important that even though you put those undergrad years and those law school years behind you, that even now you continue to be involved in the life of the university? Well, it's easy to give back when I've had the benefit of so many wonderful memories. The university, uh, both during those undergraduate days that I've already described as the uh, best four years of my life, uh, my law school experiences, and then continuing as an alumni, it's just given me so much joy. So uh, again, it's it's easy to give back and and it's the right thing. And, and fortunately, I've been handed an opportunity to give back. And you know, I am, feel fortunate in that regard to have an opportunity to play out my passion. And I was always, uh, for the most part, a season ticket holder. I'd go to the games, I'd get excited about football, basketball, I'd, follow other sports and follow Seton Hall in the news and see fellow alumni. But I wasn't necessarily actively engaged uh, working with the university. I was then asked uh, if I would serve uh, some time on the alumni board, and it immediately uh, invigorated me. Uh, was a jolt of adrenaline uh, to get back involved. And I'm very thankful. Uh, It was Bill Staffs, he was president, that asked me if I would serve. And I guess here we are five years later, and I uh, am so flattered uh, that Anthony Bellucci uh, asked me uh, to serve and that my fellow members of the board are willing to have me as uh, their president. So, yeah, it's, it's a great opportunity to be an ambassador uh, to the school, to engage and follow with my fellow board members uh, to try to advocate of the uh, uh, advancement of the university. One of the things that you're known for is trying to kind of activate a group of alumni that we really needed to get back into the groove of being involved with Seton Hall. And that was some of our 70s and 80s alumni. And you did that through a program called The Last Dance. As you move forward, you think about an initiative like that that you put together, and you think about the importance of alumni getting involved, especially maybe some of these segments that they are missing in action. Why should alumni take your lead and get involved with the university once they've left the gates of campus and it's been 10, 20, 30 years? Most of my colleagues, most uh, alumni that I know, and and we're now 100,000 strong, uh, which is terrific, most have wonderful experiences, uh, really good feelings about uh, Seton Hall and and their fellow alum. But just as I didn't have uh, the right path to give back and to advance the university for everything that that Seton Hall has given to us as alumni, 
my hope is to engage fellow alumni and the easiest uh, class to reach out to was a decade of the 70s to get them likewise involved. So the last dance was, was a program to invite alumni back to campus, back to, to visit with Mother Seton in South Orange. Um, it was focused on the 70s uh, based upon the Grease Band, which was promoted uh, for the event. Uh, and they were willing to, to do it um, uh, at a big discount because they remember their days playing at Seton Hall back in the 70s. And it just all worked together. I was very nervous uh, when we came up with the idea. Um, I was concerned it would be a flop, but thanks to the incredible support of the administration and uh, the event uh, promoters, it, it was, at least in my mind, a terrific uh, success. And, and success not only to the extent that people came to the event, and by the way, many came, uh, not just among the class of 70, but much younger alumni, at least younger in the context of, of graduates of the uh, 1970s, um, when I see them, they will say thanks. Uh, and that, yes, uh, at going back to campus for the first time for many since they graduated uh, invigorated them, uh, caused people to think, hey, not only should I write a check, but maybe a bigger check. Uh, that I was thinking about and following uh, the university, uh, following uh, the administration, and uh, following uh, the, the promotion and development of the medical uh, school, and uh, uh, what the university is doing for its students, for its alumni, for the community, other than simply checking out what our basketball team is doing. You know, which is which is good enough, but uh, our basketball team gives to us. Uh, we need to give back. Uh, we need to be ambassadors. We need to uh, be advocates for the school. Absolutely. I love that. And I was at the event. I, I thought it was great. And I'm a graduate of 2010, but I had a great time at the event. So I love that you came to the table with that idea and that it ended up being the hit that it was. Is there anything else that you'd like to touch base on? Any words you'd like to share with the Seton Hall community, be it students who are currently experiencing a very different Seton Hall? Well, for the students, uh, I say I envy you. Um, I envy you because you're still receiving the benefits of being a student, the joys uh, of being on campus. Uh, for those in the COVID-19 uh, year, um, it's a shame, but I suspect that you'll look back and with fond memories of the experiences of COVID-19. Uh, for those that didn't graduate this past year, come back to campus, and I envy you to the extent that uh, you will hopefully have the same experience that I had, not just as undergraduates, but as graduate alumni joining the 100,000 strong and continuing to benefit from the goodwill uh, of our university, of our Seton Hall. 
Jerry, thank you so much for taking the time out to be on today's episode. I really enjoyed talking with you. And thank you so much for all that you do for Seton Hall. Bianca, I say back to you, thank you. And again, how flattered I am that you asked me to uh, participate. With that, I will say uh, farewell and uh, go Pirates. Jerry is just one of more than 100,000 alumni who exemplify what great minds can do with a Seton Hall education. If you know of a fellow pirate that we should have our eye on, don't hesitate to email us at alumni at shu.edu. Also, make sure you stay up to date with all of the virtual engagement opportunities being offered by the Alumni Engagement and Philanthropy Department. We're making sure that during this time of social distancing, alumni near and far still have ways to enhance their relationship with Seton Hall. Share the news of this podcast with your friends and follow at Seton Hall Alumni on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. Hope you join us for the next episode of the Seton Hall Pirate's Eye podcast.